This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorites once again. If you've ever had an embarrassing BO moment, Lumi is here to help. Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to control odor in a new way. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control from everywhere, including your pits, your feet, and yes, even your privates. And fun fact, but it was actually a patient's concern about their private odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. I currently have the toasted coconut deodorant, and let me tell you, it is my absolute favorite, and it smells so good. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers, and it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. And even better, as a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code WTTC at LumiDeodorant.com. Again, that's WTTC at LumiDeodorant.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. Hello, good morning besties, happy Wednesday. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Before we get into it, I do want to say if you love this podcast, please, please, please share it on your stories, send it to a friend, send it to your mom, send it to your dad, send it to your cousin, send it to the random neighbor next door, put it on your airdrop, do what you got to do, review it, rate it on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. It'll mean so, so much to me. And I love you guys so much for doing it. So thank you. Okay, so this week has been a bit of a wild week. I have a lot to update you guys on. So we're going to just go through each thing one by one. First, I am starting an 100-mile-in-30-day walking challenge. If you saw on the Insta stories, then you already would know about this. I started it five days ago, six days ago. I think we're almost like a week into it. But basically, I am challenging myself to walk 100 active miles in 30 days. And when I say active miles, I'm saying miles that I'm purposely putting in the work. So not just my daily steps, but if you wanted to do your daily steps, of course you could. I just want it to be a good way for me to challenge myself, move my body, become the best version of myself, and really just put my mind to something and really have to achieve it. Like, I feel like there's a lot of things lately where I'm just not really challenging myself a ton. And so I want to be like, in 30 days, I walked 100 miles. I didn't think I could do it. And here I am. I pushed through. So I'm really excited about it. A lot of you said that you were going to join. So I'm hoping that you're doing it. And I also had the idea of maybe we should make a big group chat, a big Geneva group chat. Geneva is an app that a lot of people use, but a group chat for the podcast. We can share 
our challenge wins. We can share our recipes. We can share funny stories. We can share what you guys want to hear on the pod. We can share life updates. We can share boy drama. We can do whatever we need to do in this group chat. And I think it would be so, so, so much fun to just have a podcast group chat with all of us together, really get to know each other. You guys will get to know me better. I'll get to know you better, know what you guys want to hear on the podcast, what you like, what you don't. And just really start to build this collective that we've already started to build and just continue to build it even further. So if you do want a group chat, please let me know. Send me a DM. I may or may not have already made the group chat um, and I just haven't released it yet because I was a little nervous and I was a little scared that no one was going to join and it was just going to be me in there talking to myself. So please send me a DM. Let me know if you want the group chat. And if you do, I will put it in the link in next week's show notes. And I will also post it on the Insta and everyone can join. And we can really build this collective that we've started. Okay, life update number two. I quit my job. And I know we're probably thinking, what job did you even have? So I had a job in a cardiothoracic ICU. I was the secretary. That's why I was doing so many night shifts. You guys know all of this, but I quit. I sent the message yesterday. I had a call with my manager a little bit before, maybe like I had a call with my manager probably a month ago and kind of explained to her that I was thinking of quitting. School was starting. I have a lot of things kind of on the go. And she said, let's just bump you down to one shift a week. And so the only day that this shift is able to fall on is Saturday nights. Saturday nights are the only day that I am able to do this one 12 hour shift. And one, doing one 12 hour shift a week, it's not helping me a lot financially, especially with taxes, especially with how much I'm being paid. So it's really not crucial that I keep this job. I also have a job at the school this year and I'm working as a graduate assistant. So I am getting financial compensation through that to go towards my tuition. But Another thing is that Dean is moving here. If you guys listened to last week's episode, we talked about Dean moving here. He comes in two weeks, I'm pretty sure, September 10th, he'll be moved in. But I want to spend those times on the weekend with my boyfriend. I want to spend those times with my friends. I don't want to be working Saturday night, 12-hour shift, and sleeping all day Sunday. I want to be 25. I want to have fun. I want to experience all these things. And just me being me, I will pick up extra shifts. And I did that a few weeks ago. I picked up way too many shifts and burnt myself out. And I really need to focus on school. I need to get my shit together. I need to focus on school. This is the whole reason I'm doing everything that I'm doing. And I also really want to focus on Healthridge Collective. I really want to focus on this podcast. It's growing and I'm so excited about it. And I feel like if I had this job, I just wouldn't be putting enough enough time and energy into the podcast. So I did quit. Um, I have yet to receive a message back. So I hope they know that I quit. Um, We will see what happens. But basically, I'm going to finish out this month and I'll go till the end of September. And then that's it. It was such a good job to have. It was a really good way to kind of put my foot in the door in medicine. But it served its purpose 
I've gotten what I've needed to get out of it, and I think it's time to move on. Girlies, we know Helfrich Collective is my absolute pride and joy, so I only use the best when it comes to selling our items. Therefore, we use Shopify. When I first started Helfrich Collective, I was so new and so inexperienced, I literally had no idea how to sell our products, especially worldwide. Thankfully, Shopify has made it a seamless and easy process. Now we are selling all over the world. It's the perfect platform if you're trying to grow your business. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, plus millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash WTTC, all lowercase. Again, that's shopify.com slash WTTC, because now is the time to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, head over to shopify.com slash WTTC. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorite company once again. That's right, we're talking about Lumi. And for all the girlies who don't know, Lumi was created by an OBGYN who discovered that the vagina is not to blame for day-to-day odor below the belt. So she developed Lumi, a uniquely formulated pH-balanced deodorant that's aluminum-free, skin-safe, and clinically proven to control odor for up to 72 hours. I just got a new Lumi deodorant in the mail the other day, and I kid you not, it smells exactly like toasted coconut. And I mean, who doesn't want to smell like coconut all day long? But if that isn't your vibe, then they also have scents like clean tangerine or lavender sage. Lumi has a starter pack that is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice like the mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code WTTC at lumideodorant.com. That equates over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code WTTC. Okay, besties, um, life update number three. This one's a big one. I... Oh my God, I'm scared. Um, I submitted my meds to school application. I have officially applied to medical school yet again. Maybe second time's the charm. We don't know. And I know that I had a whole episode on if I really want to go to med school, what do I want to do? But I just have this innate feeling like I need to apply and see if I get in. And if I do get in, I can make that decision. And if I don't get in, then the decision's made for me. But I'm really nervous. <laughs> I'm like really nervous. I submitted my applications. I applied to nine different schools, only American schools. I didn't apply to Canadian ones, mainly because I just didn't want to. It's basically, I don't know, I just like wasn't really feeling them, to be honest. And in America, when you apply to medical schools, it's one big application and then you can send it off to different schools. In Canada, you have to apply to each school individually. So all of your letters of rec have to write specific letters of recommendation for each school. All of your extracurriculars and your grades and all this stuff, you have to input 
each one separately. And keep in mind, I've been working on my medical school application since May. Since May, and I just submitted it now. So I didn't really want to go through the process for every Canadian school. I also have had my eye on a lot of American schools and no Canadian school really stood out to me. The Canadian, like the medical school in Alberta is really, really good. The medical school at U of A, which is in my hometown, is so, so good. But I would probably rather stab myself than move back to my hometown. So that one's cut. That one's cut. I will not be going there. I did not apply. I would rather not move back to my hometown permanently. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. I definitely feel like this time my application is a lot stronger. This time everything that I put on it is within the past year for the most part. There's like one thing that was a little bit longer, but it was a really substantial part of my life. And I feel like also having my PhD is going to help a lot. I feel like there's a lot of benefits this time around, like a lot of positives this time around. But also, you never know what they want. You never know. And I was thinking about it, and it's almost like social media. Like this application process is kind of like Instagram and social media. I'm just putting my highlights on a piece of paper, and they don't know me. They don't know who I am. They don't actually know my whole life story. I can't put everything I've gone through on this piece of paper. And so I need to take everything with a huge grain of salt. Like they are just basing me off of this application. They don't actually know me. They haven't talked to me. They don't know my characteristics and my personality and my charisma and all these things about me. And so I have to take everything with a grain of salt. If I don't get in, it's not a rejection against me as a human being. It's just maybe I wasn't a good fit for their program for whatever reason. And I have to keep reminding myself of that because getting rejected is my biggest fear. Last time it happened, I started a whole new business because I was mentally unwell. So I'm really scared this time because I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how I'm going to handle it. I know that I have a really good support system to help me get through it. It just will probably crush me a little bit, which is normal and which is fine. I just am very, very scared. And I wasn't even going to tell anyone that I applied, but I feel like I have to be open and honest with you guys about what I'm going through and about different things. And that way, if I don't get into medical school, we can go through it together. You guys can help me as much as I try and help you. And we can get through it and we can work through it and talk through it and life goes on and I'll be fine and I'll keep going. But I wanted you guys to be a part of this because it's a big, it's been a huge thing that I've been talking about and I want to keep you guys informed every step of the way because how am I supposed to expect you guys to be open and vulnerable if I'm not going to do it back? So Anyways, that's a huge life update. Um, We'll see what happens. I'm mentally unwell right now, but we will get through it and it'll be fine. Okay, so I don't know if everyone has been on TikTok and Insta lately, but there is a huge trend around these clog shoes. Typically, they're Birkenstocks, like the Birkenstock clogs. And I just want to say I'm here for the hype. I think they are so cute. I think they are the perfect fall shoe, but 
the Birkenstocks one, way too expensive. So I got the dupes. I got the JCPenney ones. They were around $30. And I just want to say they are totally, totally amazing. I mean, anyone who doesn't like the dupes of stuff, depending on what it is, I will say depending on what it is, but for these shoes specifically, if you're into this trend and you want to partake in it, but you don't want to buy the Burks ones, then go to JCPenney right now and buy the JCPenney ones. I'm pretty sure they're called the Arizona shoe. And I did have to size up half a size. I got one of the, I got my normal size to start and then they were too small. So I sent them back. I had to get a refund and I had to reorder a new one. So I would suggest sizing up unless my feet are actually not the size that I think they are, but they're super cute. They're a great dupe to this trend, and I think they're going to be a staple shoe for the fall. So on today's episode, we're talking all about back to school, baby. It is time for school to shine. We are back in the swing of things. School is starting. It's becoming fall. It is really just school-centered lately. Like, I am just in it to win it when it comes to school. And before I do get into this episode, I also want to mention that this title says hot girls love to learn. And when I say loves to learn, like when I say learn, I don't strictly mean in an academic setting. And I think that's super important because a lot of the time people think that you can only learn in academia and that's not true. You don't need to be in school right now to be able to learn and to grow. I think that You can learn by doing and you can learn by experiencing new things and by traveling. And I'm a huge, huge, strong advocate for learning in ways outside of academia and outside of school. So just know that you don't need to be in a strictly school setting in order to be a hot girl that loves to learn. But on today's episode, I am going to be talking about going back to school and getting yourself organized. And as someone who is a forever student, okay, wait, let's think about this for a second. How many years have I been in school? You start school in kindergarten and you're typically five. So 20 years. I've been a student for 20 years and I probably have a few more years to go. So I think that I have a very, very, very good grasp on staying organized in school, being productive, getting my shit done, and really thriving. So I think I have some really good tips and tricks for y'all. Okay, so the first thing I'm going to say about school is that you need to prioritize, 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 prioritize the things that are the most important and get those done. On days when I'm not feeling super productive and my brain's a little foggy and I'm just not really in it to win it, I will do mundane tasks and kind of get those completed. So I'll send emails for school. I'll maybe order my books, especially within the first week and stuff when I'm not really fully in school mode yet. I will make sure that I order my books for the semester. I send all the emails I need to send. If you have to schedule appointments, I'll schedule those. I'll do all the mundane tasks and get those out of the way so that when I am feeling fresh, I can really go hard on the stuff that's the most important. So make sure that you are making time and you are utilizing your time to the best of your abilities because it's really important to 
make sure that you get those things done and you don't overwhelm yourself. A lot of the time we get really stressed out because we think we have so much to do and really they're just small little tasks that we have to get done and once you start checking them off, you'll feel so much better, you'll feel so much clearer, you'll be in a way better headspace and you'll really be able to tackle those really important tasks that you have. So the next thing I'm going to say is that hot girls have healthy coping mechanisms. And even if you don't right now, hot girls are trying to have healthy coping mechanisms. Because raise your hand if you have ever been a victim of your eating habits changing substantially because you're stressed. Whether that means overeating, undereating, I am a huge, huge victim of this. Every time I'm stressed, I'm a huge overeater. I will binge eat like no other. I will eat absolutely anything and everything to the point where I'm uncomfortably full and to the point where I feel sick and that's not healthy. On the flip side, some people when they get stressed, they don't eat at all and that's not healthy either. And I'm not gonna lie to all of you, it's very inevitable. You're gonna be stressed out when you're in school. You're gonna be stressed out. You're gonna be overwhelmed. You're gonna feel so, so anxiety filled. And there's definitely times that this is gonna happen. And probably, I'm hoping it doesn't happen all the time, but there are times that you will have this feeling. And one of the biggest things is we need to find healthy coping mechanisms. So for me, I really started to put it emphasis on the way that I'm reacting to these situations and the way that I'm reacting to my stress. So instead of automatically grabbing a huge bag of chips and binge eating, I will put my headphones in, I will listen to music, I will have a dance party around my around my apartment, or I will try to go for a walk, or I will sit and I will call my mom, or I will just sit with a cup of tea and really try and breathe through it. And I will do like inhales and exhales and inhale through my nose, hold it for three seconds, exhale through my mouth. And I am trying to find better ways to manage my stress that don't affect me negatively because I'm a big stress person. Anyone that knows me, they know I am constantly in a state of stress, which is not a good thing at all. And when you add school on top of that, it just it amplifies and it is not not where you want to be in life. So I really am trying to get that under control, find healthy coping mechanisms, because this is something that I'm going to have to figure out throughout all of life. Even if you're not in school, this is a really crucial thing that you need to figure out now because it will help you throughout the rest of your life. Okay, now into like fun things about school. So I'm a whore for back to school shopping. When I was younger, I didn't care about the clothes. I didn't really want to go clothes shopping. I wanted to go to Staples. I wanted to go to Staples. I wanted to get some cool pens. I wanted to get a new backpack, a new planner, all the fun stuff. So we're going to go through those and what I use to help myself stay organized on the day to day, especially with school. First thing that is the most important, the most important thing that you need for your school success is a good backpack. I am a huge, huge advocate of having a good backpack. You know, the girls, especially in university that carry all their stuff in their purse, I love that because it's so, so cute, but I'm just so confused. 
I am so confused because I take so much shit to school. I bring a lunch. I bring my laptop. I bring sometimes a hoodie because I'm cold. I will bring my planner. I'll bring my huge pencil case with all my pens and pencils and highlighters. So I need a good backpack. I two strap it. If you've seen 21 Jump Street, you know what I'm talking about, but I will two strap it because I am not going to have a bad back. I don't care if I look stupid. I am there to be a studious queen, not to walk a runway. But so my go-to backpack, and I just got it last year. I actually, I already went through one because I carry so much shit in my backpack that it was so heavy and it was starting to rip, but it is really high quality, I promise you. It's just, I packed it to the brim, especially because I use this backpack to travel too. So I would pack literally every single thing into this backpack and it was inevitable that at a certain point it was going to start ripping but so the backpack that I use is called the Embark backpack I got it from Target and let me let me tell you about this backpack and why this backpack is like queen shit like this backpack is my ultimate favorite backpack and actually I got a lot of people at school in on this backpack because a lot of people loved it but there's a compartment for my laptop which chef's kiss we love it because not only does it keep me more organized it also protects my laptop i throw so much stuff into my backpack into the big main compartment that i get really nervous my laptop will get scratched up so having a nice little compartment to be able to put my laptop i know it's safe i know it's in there i know it's good This backpack has so many pockets, so everything has a place. Everything is organized. It's sleek. I have the black one. I had the green one before until I had to get a new one. And it also is just so big. It's so big. It can fit so much in it, which I absolutely love. Dean has a Lululemon backpack, and he is obsessed with it. That's another great option if you need a high-quality backpack. Just for me, it wasn't big enough. It wasn't, there wasn't enough space in it to be able to carry everything that I needed to carry to school. I couldn't carry all my books. I couldn't pack a lunch kit. I couldn't fit all my essentials and everything that I needed. So I personally didn't go with a Lulu backpack. I went with my like $40 Target one. But if you are a Lulu stan and you don't have that much that you need to bring to school, then I would highly recommend it. Dean talks about it all the time. It's his favorite backpack. So those two are both great options. Okay, next thing to be a studious queen this semester is make sure to buy yourself a cute little planner. There are so many cute planners. You can customize them you can go to a store you can buy them you can do whatever but having a physical planner is a great way to stay organized your brain is going to automatically remember stuff a lot better when you physically write it down and it's also kind of fun to be able to decorate it and color coordinate it and do all this stuff physically instead of just on your computer on your phone but with that being said i do want you guys to also (laughs) have a app or use Google Calendar or some type of electronic 
calendar to be able to put all your stuff into as well. And the reason for this is that if you are out somewhere and you don't physically have your planner with you, guaranteed you have your laptop or you have your phone. And that way you can still be able to go through your schedule. You can add stuff in. You can see what needs to happen. You can see what your day's like. You can do all this stuff if you don't physically have your planner with you. Because if I'm out on a hot girl walk, I like to look at my schedule. I like to plan things out. A lot of the time when I'm walking, my brain will start thinking about a whole bunch of stuff and I'll remember stuff I have to do or remember people I need to call or emails I need to send. So being able to put that into my calendar on my phone first is really crucial. And then when I get home, I can take that info and I can transfer it to my physical planner. I personally use the app called Time Tree. I know a lot of people love Google Calendar. I just love Time Tree because you can share it with someone. I'm sure you can also do that on Google Calendar, but Dean and I have a joint calendar. So when he inputs something, I can see it. When I input something, he can see it. And it's a great way for us to stay organized with each other's schedules, know what each other's up to, and keep each other up to date when our schedules change. So I love making my notes look pretty most of the time, unless I'm just over school at that point and I just scribble whatever, but I love color coordinating. I am a whore for a good color coordination. So my favorite pens that I love to use are the Bic retractable ballpoint pens. I feel like they are so smooth on my paper and you know when you have a pen and it's a little inky and it doesn't dry yet and then it smudges all over your page. That is the absolute worst thing ever and I never wish that upon anyone. So I always make sure at the beginning of the semester that I have a full set of colored pens and then I also have a ton of blue pens, red pens, and black pens. The blue and black pens are just essential. You'll need those for everything. They're just automatically something that you should always have. I love having a red pen, especially when I'm writing papers, because I will edit using a red pen so that I can see the corrections that I make on physical paper before I transfer it over onto my Word document on my computer. I also will make sure that I have a whole set of colored highlighters. I love, love, love. I love to highlight. I love highlighting. I love using different colored highlighters. I love making a little legend and putting what each different highlighter color represents. It's just, I love it. It is my favorite thing. It helps keep me so organized and so on task and so aware of what's going on within my notes because sometimes I look at my notes and I'm very confused. So being able to have that color coordination, have these different colors that represent different things, it really helps me to really focus on the important parts of my notes and really understand what's actually going on. Another essential that's always in my pencil case are those little sticky tabs. If you know what I'm talking about, they're like clear sometimes with colored ends. And I love these for keeping track of where I am in books, keeping track of important sections of my class notes, 
keeping track of important pages for syllabus or important pages within my binders. It's a really great way to make note of pages that I really need to pay attention to, especially with my class books, especially if I'm reading a chapter for school and I find a part that I think will be really important in a paper or on an exam, I will take this little sticky tab and I will put it in there. I'll write on it too. I'll make a note and it's really easy to come back to it later and focus on it. So I know a lot of people are probably going to make fun of what I'm saying next, but it's the Canadian way of saying it. So in Canada, we call those notebooks a scribbler and they're the coiled notebooks with like the little coils. They're the notebooks that have the coils. We call them scribblers. And I know people are going to think that that's so funny, but I personally like to have one scribbler for each one of my classes. And the reason for this is that it really helps keep me more organized by having a certain color designated to a certain class. Uh, sometimes if I'm lucky and they have the same color binder, I'll get the same color so that they really go hand in hand. But I also find that in grad school, I have so much that I'm writing into these scribblers that having one per subject is really beneficial. If you feel like that's too much and you don't want to have a certain notebook for each one of your subjects, then I'd highly recommend that you get the scribblers that have the five subjects in them. And that way you can organize each class with the divider and have it all in one place and be able to just carry this one notebook with you at all times. Okay, so the last point that I want to make about going back to school is above everything else actually try to enjoy school. And I'm definitely guilty of this, but a lot of the time I get so overwhelmed and I put a very negative connotation on school. And I have to remind myself a lot, a lot of the time that I am so lucky and so privilege to be able to receive higher education. There are so many people in this world who don't have this opportunity and who really would want it and would love to take my place. So I have to remind myself of this all the time and be so grateful that I'm even able to go to school and that I'm even able to receive this education that so many people, it's their dream and they would love to be able to do it. And I know it's super easy to say we hate school, school sucks, school's overwhelming. I'm a thousand percent guilty of this. I a thousand percent do it all the time, especially because school's really fucking hard. And people who say that it's not hard are lying to you because it's one hard on your brain, like it's hard mentally, but two, it's hard to just keep track of everything. It's hard to be independent when you're off at college. It's hard to make friends. It's hard to be in social settings all the time. It's hard to really keep yourself organized. It's hard to take care of yourself and go to the gym and also study and do all your homework. It's really hard in a lot of different ways, but just remind yourself how privileged you are to be able to go to school that we should really be enjoying it. And obviously not all the time. I'm not saying all the time we have to be so insanely like, oh my God, I love school. School's great. Thank you so much for letting me go to school. But 
sometimes we do need to sit down. We need to remind ourselves how lucky we really are and we need to kind of carry that through. Also, if you're in school right now and you don't love it, I feel like a lot of parents might hate me for saying this, but if you don't love it, you don't need to go to school to be successful. You do not need to go to school to have some sort of success. And it's really important that you put your health and your happiness as a main priority for yourself. And so do what you need to do to find that happiness. And if school's not a source of it, then you don't need to go to school. And that's coming from a girl who's literally gone to school for 20 years of her life and is a huge, huge person in the school realm. Like I love school and I'm in school for a really long time. And this is coming from me saying that you don't need to go to school to be successful. So just make sure that you're doing what you want to do and you're really prioritizing your mental health. But that is all I have for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you got some tips on how to stay organized. You got some things that you're going to go buy back to school, some of your new faves. If you have any school tips or you have any things that you love, please send me a DM and let me know. I'm always looking for new back to school stuff to go buy. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and I will catch you in the next one. Bye. (laughs) 